This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Shoot you out to hour five of the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a great day. Rangers fans, hot stoves coming up at 7 o'clock with Jared Sandler. And I'm sure you're going to appreciate that. Get the very latest on your baseball team as pitchers and catchers will be reporting here around uh, two weeks from now around Valentine's Day. Brian, what you looking at? I'm watching TCU and it looks like Tech in a basketball. Is TCU's floor a the horn Killer. toad? Is it a toad? It's the toad skin, yeah. It's toad, toad skin, skin yes. All right. That's exactly what it is. All right, cool. I love what they're well, not doing. Not just toad skin. It's the it's the horny toad. This skin. is a fifteen versus uh, twenty five matchup tonight. Look, Tech's man. coming off a win over OU. Yeah, DC it's the era of the court, man. There's some fantastic courts down there at the AAC. College is getting into it now. Yeah, I just I, I love that. Did look you like that, that court at Oregon? No, that's the, a horrible court. The one with the trees. That's terrible. That's a horrible court. It's 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 <laughs> it's bad on TV. It's worse in person. I don't know how they've stuck with that for 10, 12 years. That court is butt. It's dude. like being in the forest, right? Yeah. And it being supposedly, in the but if, but if the forest was like gold and shiny, like in, instead of actual trees, it's they like were the sunlight. They were trees made of sun. It's yeah. it's just it is terrible. And yeah. I would have I would put up a, a major complaint. But apparently, it was inspired by some like famous alumni or 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 donor, and it would be like a bad move to to throw it out. Apparently, because they're all sensitive. Anyway, it's time for TD Tuesday. Here's Wolchuk and Chiafalo. Thank you very much. We've got uh, all of the glorious TDs from your championship Sunday, and it's time for TD Tuesday. Boom shakalak. Boom shakalak. Boom shakalak. TD Tuesday shakalak. When the motorboat started early in Baltimore, when the Kansas City Chiefs took the field, Pat Mahomes said, it's championship time. It's Mahomes time. It's Kelsey time. It's Pater time. Mahomes to throw against a four-man rush. Fires it near side to Kelsey. Comes back to the ball and holds it in. Touchdown, Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes absolutely took duct tape and just wrapped the ball around the waist of Travis Kelsey for a 19-yard touchdown. Ooh. Was a good throw, man. Oh, that was gorgeous. Kelsey Perfectly did a good placed. job of pushing off, too. Yeah, did he? Is, yeah, it, he is this the one on the right side by one-on-one -on -one with Hamilton? Yeah. yeah. Hamilton got great coverage. Yeah. Yeah. He pushed him, which was he the did a great job. The ball placement was yeah, beautiful absolutely. going to get it from Travis Kelsey. Yeah. That was some epic ball placement. And I actually Ooh. need to um, – I have a stat here in regards to what they did with Travis Kelsey in the game where they put him in the slot more so than they really ever had throughout his career. Like, yeah. this was the most slot-dominant game of the Kelsey career. The metrics I told you was he was seven for seven against the uh, Baltimore the safeties. safeties. Which is impressive because yeah. they've got two good safeties with Marcus Williams. Eric, and, I could tell you that. Let me look that up while we're TDing. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a couple of these, but uh bottom line is they put him in the slot and they just they just feasted on him there. And it was it's weird because Hamilton is one of the best when it comes to yeah. Covering tight ends, he and is. but he's also the versatile Swiss Army knife, and so 
I think it's just, hey, I put Kelsey in the slot. I know Hamilton's going to go with him. Yeah. And they just wanted to like, we want to know maybe where Hamilton's him, going to be. It's going to give him, him more away. space. You know, yeah. working yeah. in the slot, you got more options where to run. Yeah. Interesting. There was no stopping Kelsey in that game. He was a man on a mission. He had taken his emotional intensity up to a level that not even the best defense in the NFL could contain He was him. unreal. And yeah. he's washed up. Yeah, he played like a guy who had the most famous girl on earth there to watch him. He was showing out. He, he really, really was. was. That play where Mahomes is running around and it feels like it's forever and then he's kind of getting hit and he just, I don't even know if it's an underhand or however he did it, but he just gets it to him and it great coverage again, yeah. better catch. I think it really was the longest play of the entire NFL season. Uh, they they went back and looked at it with CBS Sports. It was unbelievable what Travis Kelsey and Mahomes 60, were doing there. 64% of the time he was in the slot. There you go. 7 for 7 on targets in the slot. Uh, no touchdowns. But yeah, he was 20 times in the slot, 5 times tight. Five times wide and then one time in the backfield. That's where he was by alignment. Moving him around. Yeah, yeah, and I think that was tied for second most in his career in terms of receptions out of the slot. It's beautiful. So that was clearly a part of their game plan, and shout out to Andy Reid, man. Absolutely. Uh, let's go to Lamar. We thought, oh, this is going to be great. Lamar Jackson getting a TD to Zay Flowers. 5-15 to play in the opening quarter. Ravens trail 7-0. Zay Flowers and OBJ split wide to the left. Lamar takes the snap. Chiefs rush five. Lamar swings out of a sack. Backpedals. He's at the 45-yard line going deep. He's got a man open. Touchdown, Ravens! Zay Flowers with a spectacular grab after Lamar invades the sack. And we are an extra point away from a tie game. Zay Flowers was open when he did ran like a little five-yard curl route to the left side. Lamar gets out of the pressure. And once he did, he started crossing the field. Then he, once he turned it up, Lamar saw him for a nice throw and catch. It was beautiful. Yeah. And at that moment, I'm thinking, here we go. Best on best, toe to toe. This is going to be a heavyweight yeah, fight. I, I, I thought we were, I thought we were in for sort of a barn burner, like Chiefs Bills yes. type of activity yeah. going back and forth. It was uh, electric to start. I tell you what, that Zay Flowers is electric. I he think is. they really he got is. something going there. Yeah. yeah. He's a good player, man. Yeah, he is he the was, real deal. He was at Boston College. He was really good. And, and that touchdown was another perfect example yeah. of the defense plays it great, and then Lamar buys time, and Zay yep. Flowers like, okay, we got to go backyard with this thing. No problem. Boom. Touchdown. Okay, let's get you the final touchdown of the day in Baltimore. We're thinking, okay, it's 7-7. We're going for the fireworks <laughs> show. Laser beams <laughs> everywhere. Not the case. Here's Pacheco's two-yard scamper. Hands on his knees is Pacheco. He'll get it again behind left guard. Triangle out, pushing, pushing, touchdown! Kansas City! The Ravens defense has only averaged giving up 16 points a game this year. The Chiefs have 14 in their first two drives. They would finish with 17. But <laughs> yeah. it, it was good enough to win it, Mitch. It sure was. Kansas City Radio with the call there. Chiefs, of course, go on to win it. They're going to the Super Bowl yet again. We go to the NFC Championship game. What a start for the Detroit Lions. Jamison Williams with the house call. Goff takes, fakes the give, goes on the end around. That's Jamison Williams. Williams inside the 40 to 35. Cuts it back in the 30. Jamo inside the 25. Jamo inside the 20. Stays on his knees yes! to the end zone. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. <laughs> Jamison Williams weaving yes. through traffic. Frank Ragnow with a big block, and Jamo takes it to the house. He's electric. Jamo. He is electric. He absolutely is. He absolutely is. And that won't be the 
that won't be the first we're hearing of JMO, right? Didn't he score multiple? I thought he had a couple of touchdowns. Uh, but this is this is the start of the game, and Broadus is feeling really good about his Detroit Lions of Detroit. He's feeling really good about his survivor stuff. Up seven, nothing, and then all of a sudden, let's make Broadus feel even better. Let's make it fourteen, nothing. David Montgomery from one yard out. Jared takes the snap, turns, gives the demo left side, fighting get the one. Did he get in? Yes, sir, he did. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. David Montgomery takes it home. They're an extra point away from doubling up their lead. And oh, running right through San Francisco. Feeling good at this point. Broadus is Broadus is about to text me there because I have the Niners in Survivor saying, "So what? Uh, <laughs> what, what's your what's your payoff going to be?" How you feeling right now? He's doing the CJ. I imagine Broadus at it from his couch was He's doing waving. the the waving of uh, you know saying bye to the Niners fans the same way Gardner Johnson was doing. And uh, I, I imagine at one point Broadus as the Detroit viewer that you were on Sunday, you were doing the Eminem Middle Birds. I was uh, to the screen I every was. time a San Francisco 49er fan face appeared, uh, and you were just in your sweet spot, man. You were in your element, feeling fantastic right now, up fourteen nothing. Gosh, that's got to feel Eric good. With my Eric Hipple jersey on. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fake name as far as no, I'm concerned. It's a real name. No, you're ball sacking me. It's, no, Eric Hipple. Look him a, up. He's a real man. Christian McCaffrey is too, and I don't know where the Niners would be if they didn't have CMC, who is able to cut in to that 14-point deficit. Purdy is under center. They give it to Christian off the right side. Cut back. Touchdown! CMC! Man, he had the, the hang time on that touchdown was pretty impressive there. He's pretty good at it. He tries to go long every okay, time. Okay, I'm seeing this guy. The stamina on that guy. Eric Ellsworth Hipple. Yep. Public speaker. He's a hippo man. But he was a quarterback? He was for the Detroit Lions. Some of those violent hits you'll ever see a quarterback take. He got and smashed. He was the guy. Worse was, than the Jaden Daniels. He hit. was like a crash test dummy guy. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. He he look at violent hits, Eric Kipple. I will. I will. There's Eric no Kipple. way. There's no way any of those hits are more gigantically cartoonish <laughs> the than the Daniels hit. Yeah. Daniels takes some bad hits. Daniels Daniels makes me think the 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 highlights are being doctored and edited because he gets thrown back yards Eric in, through gets the air destroyed. and destroyed. Lions and Bucks, nineteen eighty five. That's beautiful. <laughs> well, we watch Hipple get destroyed. Let's watch the comeback start with Christian McCaffrey. Golf up under center, pitches right side. Gibbs trying to get. Yeah, it's okay. We played the Christian Wait, McCaffrey one? one. Eric, Eric, Eric bleeped this one. Up. Oh, okay. Oh, we already did the Christian McCaffrey yeah, one. I, I went Christian McCaffrey. Right. You go, Jameer Gibbs. <laughs> Lucius, you were right. Sorry about that, Lucius. Take it away, Jameer. Golf up under center. Pitches right side. Gibbs trying to get the edge. Does. Turns it up. Gets Does. to the 10. Gibbs to the 5. Still fighting at the 3. Yes. To the end zone. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. Jameer Gibbs just dancing through the defense. Takes it 15 yards, and the Lions extend their lead. Okay, this this particular oh, no. touchdown, this particular touchdown involves one of the most egregious loafing moments for a professional football player that I can remember. Certainly when it comes to the high stakes that is all the marbles national uh or uh NFC, NFC championship. Chase yeah. Young? Like my gosh. Chase Young, yeah. Chase Young was Chase Young. Yeah. Chase Young, former chasing. commander. He was he not, not chasing. chasing. No. no. He, he was, was he was not chasing. He was loafing. He was loafing across the field, and he thought somebody else would tackle him, so he was slowing up even more. And then, oh no, Jameer Gibbs is breaking through, and now I'm going to half you know, just half ass extend my arm as if I care, but I'm Chase Young and I absolutely don't care. He was very reminiscent of Mike Jenkins. 
Oh, no. Like, I don't want to tackle no. Brandon Jacobs here at the goal line. And and that makes a little bit more sense. Mike Jenkins, you're a corner. Brandon Jacobs is built like a guard. This is Chase Young tackling a scat back, or not not tackling a scat back, but would be in theory if he was doing his job correctly. Uh, but it, it is it's egregious. It's so bad. I know he made some more plays in there. But if I'm if I'm Nick Bosa and I'm watching the tape, I'm saying Chase Young, you're no longer on my football team. I'm a, I call me John Lynch. I'm the general manager. Whoa. You aren't suiting up for the Super Bowl, sir. So you can sit on the couch with Broadus and you can you know you can do what you want there. You're not playing. Him for and the me. wide you're receiver. You're not playing next. Him to and me. wide receiver can sit on the couch, right? Which one? Oh no, I see the Kansas City dude. Oh, oh, Tony? Tony definitely can sit on the couch, yeah. yeah. They no. definitely demand. Chase Young, I'd say Chase Young, you can go play You can go play for the Chiefs in this game. I don't want to look at you. That was disgusting. Man, Hipple really He is, should be ashamed of himself. This poor guy just gets destroyed. I'm telling you. On a regular basis. I don't know how he continued to play. I would have retired after some of these hits. <laughs> uh, let's go to Brock Purdy, to Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk, Ayuk is on fire. Ayuk and Debo are stacked left, Kittle and Jennings right. McCaffrey runs around, Purdy pressured, Purdy throws. Caught by Brandon Ayuk. Touchdown! San Francisco! Ayuk, Ayuk, Ayuk is on fire! They love that, man. They, they nail so it every pr- time, dude. They're so they're proud of themselves. Like they are in concert with each other. They they have great chemistry together. There's a hype squad out there. Yeah, play by play broadcast. Oh yeah, it's that's a hype squad. That's two hype men on the same page. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just pitch and catch. All right. Uh, let's get you. Oh, another CMC dynamite one yard touchdown to tie the ball game for San Francisco. From the two yard line, they give it to Christian off the right side. Go! They're an extra point away from tying the title game. Oh my gosh, Eric Hipple getting destroyed so bad. is one of the most painful things I've ever watched. Everybody needs to stop what they're doing and go to YouTube right now and watch Eric Hipple get just crushed. How did he ever sticks? play again? Sandler's uh, in there cooking Jared's up one eaten, of those frozen uh, meals. He's Sam? got one of those microwavables. He cooked it. He said he cooked it, ass. I just smelled. I didn't know what it was. No, it's uh, Jared's delicious healthiness. All right, let's get to the final TD call. The it San smells Francisco really 49ers. good. It does smell good. I think you did a good job there, Jay. Uh, Elijah Mitchell with the touchdown run that sealed the deal for the San Francisco 49ers. Purdy under center. Use check. Now Elijah Mitchell is in. They give it to Mitchell off the right side. Pushing for the goal line. Is he in? Touchdown! Man. Oh, that call! That call is great, but uh, but my gosh, watching Hipple get crushed here, this is amazing. Broadus, <laughs> oh, his helmet, so I, his, his helmet <laughs> had like ten seconds of hang time. He gets crushed, and he's basically on the gurney yeah. before yes. his helmet that went flying off his dome lands back on. <laughs> it's, the it's worse oh. than the Bledsoe hit <laughs> on the sideline. Oh. oh, it's bad. <laughs> so you're saying I've only seen one of these. You're saying he had a habit for these. Oh, he was a magnet. Yeah. For getting his head there was another one against Will Marshall oh that I saw. That oh, was my 
God. <laughs> yeah. He's like, crap, I'm having a heart attack and my ribs are broken. <laughs> oh, poor Hipple. They got oh, four doctors Hipple. on the sideline. Oh, Man. Dude, his helmet goes clean off. Clean He's off. He's hitting the chest and his helmet flies off. Yeah. Oh, that, I, is, that is. I can't believe his head stayed on his body. That is at a minimum a collapsed lung. Yeah. And and that no, there he is. Played next week. There, he, was, he was back. I don't doubt it, dude. Hipple is a bad mofo. Yeah, it makes sense. He went on to be a motivational speaker. And it makes perfect sense, yeah. dude. How to survive being decapitated. You got to get back up. Keep <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> getting back up. The only time I've seen somebody hit that hard in the 80s, it was a Mike Tyson fight. Oh, ooh, yeah. <laughs> I believe it, dude. Man, that's that rough. is crazy. Look, and now next to it, I see another one. Eric Hipple gets <laughs> drilled again. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Versus the Buccaneers. <laughs> Grandpa, <laughs> can we look at your highlights again? <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy, man. Grandpa, oh, are, you are you there? Are you there? Did you do the helicopter on purpose right there, Pops? Yeah, it's so good. Man, this helmet pops off, and it's spinning in the air like a helicopter. The uh, chin strap is out, yes. and this thing is just... I'm glad you guys are enjoying this. Oh, yeah. my gosh, Broadus. This, 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 this is the greatest YouTube wore, rabbit hole jersey. I've ever gone down. I wore his jersey that day. That makes sense, dude. Yeah. That's a jersey worth wearing. That's yeah. that's tough guy. They should have tough guy award named after Eric Hippel. Yeah. In baseball, it's obviously named after Adrian Beltre. Right. The testicular explosion. Oh, it could be yeah. the Comeback but, Player of the Year award. But when it comes to Hipple, they have to have the tough guy, the Eric Hipple tough guy award. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Now, uh, the Eric Hipple hit might be a little difficult to find, so I, I just uh, you know took the liberty of posting that at G-Bag Nation. If Thanks, you want to jump onto Appreciate the X. That. It's insane. You can uh, follow us all when you get there right there in the bio, <laughs> at G-Bag Nation. Just click on all of us and follow us up right there and, and watch that video from uh, uh, Tampa Bay. And who was he with? Who was Hipple with? Seattle? No, he, he was, was with the Lions. Lions. Oh, okay. Yeah, I couldn't tell there with the He was with Goff about five minutes to <laughs> drop him off the ground. I bet Man Campbell shows these lowlights of him during during yeah. team meetings. Like, look he at him get back, back up. up. And he bit a kneecap. Look at this, man. Yeah, you see him bite that kneecap off on his way back up? Yeah. Gosh, this other one, he gets folded up in a way that it's like spinally that has to have done some extreme damage sure. long term. Yeah. Shout out to Eric Hipple, man. Yeah. There we go. One there the is a, a TD Tuesday for you in the G-Bag Nation. Hodgepodge next, Eric. What do you got? Uh, so many different things, including Andy Reid being the ultimate recruiter next year in the nation. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. It is the G-Back Nation. Jared Sandler in studio. Hot Stove's coming up at 7 o'clock. Talking to him about how we finalize this roster and stuff. And look forward to the Rangers talk coming up at 7 o'clock. Here is uh, we continue the countdown to spring training. Just a couple of weeks away now. Segment here is brought to you by Soda. That's state of the art. It's uh, sports hodgepodge time now. Eric, what you got? Well, Ben Johnson's not going to the Commanders, and Eminem has tweeted out, I guess I should stop recording this diss track at Ben Johnson. Thank you for staying. We can't break this team up, especially since I'm on it. Coach Campbell, we love you, bro. Let's run it back next year. I'm ready. So uh, Detroit fans are fired up, and there will be no Eminem diss track 
uh, shot out at old Ben Johnson. He was begging all Sunday on his little pregame. Eminem had a pregame on Shade 45, just begging for Ben to stay. And I guess it worked out for him, bro. Wow. I mean begging. I never heard Eminem like that. Yeah. Dude, the the football that's fandom. Respect him. It'll 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 bring the crazy out of you. Yeah, that's, the videos that's of him chewing gum. Get you. Eminem was just going hard on that gum. They were like, man, he made Pete Carroll look bad. Oh, really? It was stress chewing. Oh yeah, I would have been I've too. Done that. The way that game went. Honestly, when you're stressed out, if you don't have a heater, the next best thing is is some bubblelicious or something. Okay, Walchuk's got a college football stat of the day for you that involves the NFL. Yes, and I do as well. Let's go. All right, here's the uh, Alabama stat that's probably going to shock you. With the 49ers and Chiefs having no Alabama players on their active roster, there is a remarkable streak that will continue. No player who finished college at Alabama has scored a point in a Super Bowl. Players from 143 other colleges, from the Coast Guard to Miami, have scored in a Super Bowl, but not an Alabama player. Ever? Ever. In the history of Super Bowls? Okay. That is crazy. That is from the Associated Press. Wow, that's supposed to be, that's not a butt-cracking entity. This is supposed to be hard, fast journalism. That is mind-boggling. You think about, okay, thrown for a touchdown, Joe Namath. Sure. Super Bowl three, But that's that doesn't count as scoring the point, right? No. I guess that's probably that's probably where they find a little bit of the loophole yes. here. You have to be the one scoring. Like, did Namath never run one in? QB sneak. No, I don't and think they so. they don't count Jalen Hurts because he transferred to Oklahoma. Oh, see now that oh, okay. I was just going to say. Let me ask you this question: Mark Ingram wasn't on the Saints Super Bowl team. No, he was not. No, no. but yeah, I mean they mentioned Kenny Stabler, Bart Starr. They've thrown touchdowns, well, but thrown those touchdowns. scores go to the receivers. Yeah, and I, I went. Yeah, there you go. But Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts. Did graduated he, from Oklahoma. Right. Okay. So, so okay, that's why the they're not going with Jalen Hurts. I mean, it's still it's still pretty crazy, but uh, yeah that that little that little caveat there. Yeah, I mean, Hurts had, had three rushing touchdowns last year. Hurts so. did. Yeah. Yeah. So but Oklahoma sooner. Boomer sooner, baby. He never got benched at Alabama for Tua. That didn't happen. Okay. Uh, here's mine. The NFL Rookie of the Year. Look at this. In 2016. Joey Bosa was the uh, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Ohio State. 2017, Marshawn Lattimore, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Ohio State. 2019, Nick Bosa, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Ohio State. 2020, Chase Young. Was Chase Young actually the Rookie of the Year? That's funny. As we uh, we were just talking about him off, off air, I don't remember him actually being Rookie of the Year, but of course he's Ohio State. 2022, you had Garrett Wilson, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Ohio yeah. State. And then this year... It'll be C.J. Stroud. He will be the Offensive Rookie of the Year, and he's Ohio State. So from 2016 to 2023, uh, you've got one, two, three, four, five, six rookies out of Ohio State being the best on their side of the football. Yeah, I think it's good to draft from that school, Chief. That's where I'd be looking. Yeah, and now C.J. Stroud has broken the mold for don't draft the Ohio State quarterback. You know, So they're even, uh, they're even in better standing at this yeah. point. I wonder if that keeps up here with uh, – I, I guess we're going to f- – switch back to that now that Harbaugh leaves Michigan Ohio State will climb back to the top of the Big Ten or or will the Pac-10 school come in here it's going to be interesting how that how it settles out maybe the crying coach replacement for Harbaugh can you know galvanize the troops we'll see we have uh Andy Reid he's getting screenshotted on the text uh Drew Tranquil 
He's a member of the defense for the Chiefs. This is his first year as a member of the Chiefs. He's actually the guy who made the shoestring tackle on Lamar when he when Lamar caught his own pass, and I swear he scores a touchdown there if it wasn't for Mr. Tranquil. Oh, yeah. Tripping him up. Yeah, he was just getting up to speed. Well, Tranquil decided to screenshot a text conversation from the offseason uh, when he was trying to decide uh, in free agency where he wanted to sign, and Andy Reid texted him and said, if you need to talk, my phone is on ring. Till then, see red and think Super Bowls. With the winky face emoji. With the winky face. And so he's like, yep, thanks, Coach, no problem. Of course, he ends up becoming a Kansas City Chief. He's wearing the red, and he is now playing in a Super Bowl. So that's what you get to do when you're Andy Reid. You have Pat Mahomes. You have Steve Spagnola. You got a guy drafting some pretty good players from time to time. Boom. You can just say, bro, Super Bowl. I mean, that's it. Who's going to argue with that? (laughs) Nobody. Not Drew Tranquil. All right, am I getting butt cracked here on this? Maybe. An anonymous media agent. Okay, this is a quote. This is a media agent. Talking about Bill Belichick. Mm -hmm. Every network would want him. I'm here for that. Yeah. Then he says he would revolutionize media with the way he prepares. Bill Belichick revolutionizing media. Did I just get ball sacked? Imagine how many papers he would be showing up with. I think somebody had that uh, that take, you know, maybe somebody trying to pump Belichick up a little bit, get him a good job. I think he, I I think it would be uh, uh, amazing and maybe revolutionary to see how different his personality is compared to, you know, as a coach, because I think Bill can be freaking hilarious. <laughs> and if he was put on TV, he would he would eventually start, you know, g- getting after it. I, and I bet it would be awesome. Well, the key thing is the preparation. I do think he would prepare his balls off. He doesn't know anything else. He would. He would that. prepare so yeah. much that he would revolutionize media. No, nobody his wants that would much be more revolutionary. Prep. Oh, oh no, nobody wants that much more prep. But he would yeah. revolutionize. No, he wouldn't. Do that. Well, he wouldn't. Uh, but that is a real quote from an anonymous media agent. Uh, now, I do think, and I, I've heard some suggestions involving, hey, it, why not get a Manning cast, but it's Belichick and Saban. That'd be awesome. And they're just telling you what they see in real time. That would be fantastic. I would love that. Yeah. I think any football fanatic would be snorting that. Tell me, Thursday night football, Saturday, Sunday, Monday? I mean. In fact, we should just get them to call the Thursday night football game. You don't know worry the, about it, Al. The, Kurt, we're good. The, the little things, the vignettes or whatever that uh, Peyton Manning and Kobe did where you get like 30 minutes of those guys. Oh, the like detail. Watching. Yeah, the detail. The detail. Yeah, yes. I, I think that's what I want. Okay. You know, li- live TV, I think it might be moving too fast for their genius of, of the details to really take hold. No, that's fair. That's totally fair. Um, I, I could get behind that one way or another. I, I mean, do you guys expect Bill to, if he's taking a year off, are you expecting him to get in the media game? Like, Broadus, is that something that it seems like everybody's just pointing to the idea that that's going to happen? Maybe he gets with Fox, and now he's with Gronk, and he's with, with Tom, and, you know, do the whole thing there. I don't know, but... He just doesn't like Saban comes yeah. across like a guy who could get there on the college game day set and hold his own and have some personality and a little little fake smile. I don't know about Bill. You know, did you when remember when the NFL celebrated its hundredth anniversary? That like they did some stuff on the NFL Network where they brought him in. Oh, you're right. The and uh, he was really good. The all the all the, the, the top the 100 greatest players in NFL history. That's right. And yeah, because he, he was he, raving about Ed Reed. That's the one that's gone like viral. Was, he was on the panel, like we you know they like he was part of the, the the broadcast, 
he was really good at that, like telling the stories mm-hmm. and and talk. And then they bring in like Lawrence Taylor, and he's telling stories. And I think that's where he would be really great. Or you know, he I think he'd be great at trying to figure out hey how to stop somebody. You mm-hmm. know, like you know, all of a sudden it's late in the game. He's like, okay, you got to think about this now. Yes. this is how you got to. This you now you got to have something ready here to kind of stop this because you know they're going to go to this. You know, that's where I think that Bill would be like a great, great broadcaster to kind of give you the late game strategy of what, of what needs to be done. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. That'll be awesome. We'll see if we get it. We know we are getting Brady, and that is going to be must watch, uh, must must listen. Uh, broadcasting at least to start as we are all interested in hearing how the goat breaks down a game and uh, Tom was actually on with the Pat McAfee show today and they were discussing all sorts of things and uh, and basically just talking about replacing Greg Olson at Fox and um, why Brady's excited to do it I've been out to Fox Studios a few times and done some some really dry runs with Kevin who's tremendous at what he does I'm super excited to join an amazing team um, Rich Russo Rich Russo and Richie Zion's um, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about football. We've talked a lot about how I see the game. And I think Greg's done an incredible job. I have so much respect for him, how he approaches his job. He's super prepared in what he does. Um, I think he does an incredible job every time he's on. I love listening to him. Um, it's unique. You know, I've been a part of a lot of, you know, I've been a part of a lot of Super Bowls, championship games. I've had some, you know, seasons that didn't go the way we wanted. I have some injuries. I was undrafted rookie. I've seen guys come in with great expectations and not meet it i've seen underdogs like julian edelman come along and make it so again i think i've had 23 years of just observing and i i get to go on now and speak to a wider audience and i used to probably use my body and my brain out there and people would see me kind of lead the team down the field and now i get to do that in a different way using my voice yeah, uh, at the end of those games when he's uh, when he's talking you through it uh, and uh, all the all the game management stuff. I mean, all of it's going to be going to be fantastic. But uh, it is uh, it is confirmed he he will be replacing Olson. It's going to be fascinating to see if he can perform in that environment as well and do things that others couldn't. I I don't know. I'm going to bet against it. I th- I think he's got a great voice, um, but it's just so hard. And if you listen to his interviews, he can be insightful, but he always takes time to like dance around the point and allude to things. And he's very careful to not offend. I think you got to be a little bit like quick wit guy, or you got to be like um, just shooting from the hip dude to get like quality fire out in 15 or 20 seconds. I, I just don't think he speaks freely enough. So I'm going I'm to say Tom Brady after the first year kind of does like Drew Brees where he just kind of fades back out of the TV limelight because mm-hmm. it's not something that he'll love doing. That's my that's my I could see him maybe not loving doing it, uh, but I, I do think he's going to be good at it. I wonder what little baby KK thinks, though, because him and, and Olsen, he does have a great voice. They were really good together. He might just be able to say anything and it'll be amazing because he's the go. It could be. Uh, I mean, I do think his inside perspective is going to be great, but I think Olsen's been good. And all of a sudden it's like, sorry, dude, uh, we're moving on. And now we're going to throw Brady and Burkhart together after See, Burkhart and Olsen I'll tell you have grown this rapport. If I was Fox, I would keep I would keep Greg Olsen under contract. Maybe he didn't have to broadcast oh, yeah. or anything like that. Just give him all that money to do just, the second game. Just, just, just yeah, no, you just you just fire your him. fifth seat. Yeah, just yeah. keep him, keep him around, keep him working because if it doesn't work out with Brady, yeah, you just transition it back. Yeah, no you don't doubt. let him go to CBS or 
uh, you know, the Thursday night game or something like that. You, yeah, he probably slides into the two yeah. uh, chair, but man, it's, yeah, that's that's interesting. But I'm excited for Brady. I think he's going to be good. I want, I want that fiery Tom Brady, like when his wide receivers dropped a pass or, or broke a route off in the wrong place and he's back on the sideline yes. just ranting and raving and passionate. But he, he is so measured and careful. I don't know. People surprise you all the time, like their personality as a player compared to what it is. Once you know what the the ask is, once you know what the job description is, I think a lot of these guys are competitive and, and pride and they'll jump into it. But, I mean, Tom's the GOAT, and he doesn't need it at all. You know, so it'll be interesting to see how he reacts to that as well. Once you got options... You're not going to force it. Yeah. You're not going to feel like, oh, I, I really got to get out of my comfort zone and make sure I'm awesome at this. There's nothing to prove. Okay, we got to run, Nation. Uh, we'll cross talk with the Get Right, see what they have cooking. As, uh, we'll have hot stove talk coming here, coming up 7 to 8 with Jared Sandler. And then uh, Reggie and Blake going to rock the house later on this evening here on The Fan. Welcome back, G-Bag Nation. It's uh, time now to chat with the Get Right. They're coming up 8 to 11. Jared Sandler's going to be on from uh, 7 to 8 here with some hot stove action. Talking Rangers baseball here on your home of the World Series champion, 7 to 8. Then Reggie and Blake, gentlemen, good evening to you. How you doing? Yo, what's happening, fellas? Oh, you know, just uh, getting ready to wrap another one up. What's coming up on y'all's show tonight? Uh, we got a quick three hours, obviously, as you mentioned, 8 to 11. Uh, I mean, we, we're not going to get very far if we do not talk about what Jerry Jones said, the idea of going all in. What does it mean? What does it look like for these Cowboys? Also, at 820, I'm going to ask this question. Are the Mavs built wrong? Mm-hmm. Like foundationally, we'll we'll talk about that because there's been kind of a, a few things bouncing around when we talk about the various players, and it's just like, is this not even just the the level of talent, but is the style of play or the style of talent wrong for this these men? Hmm. We'll talk about that. H-1. Yeah, I've you know I've thought about it as still a work in progress, and I just I don't think they've ever been able to to put together a a full on like credible roster that's not doesn't have gaping holes in it. You know, yep. I think that might be why Dennis Lindsay came. I think that's why they switched GMs and they still need a wing and a big. I mean, they just, I don't think any coach or any amount of effort could make them a good defensive team right now. No, I mean, they do not have the defensive talent to do that. No. So, I mean, you'll see it. They'll, they're able to play at a high level defensively when things are going right. But when it's not, you can see all of the fissures appear for yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's good. And I, I hopefully, you know, they're being really honest with themselves about what that looks like, especially with the trade deadline uh, coming up. The Jerry Jones quote, just epic. I mean, how, how do you guys go with that? Do, do you think they're actually going all in, or was this Jerry selling, or maybe a confusion between what he thinks all in is and what we think it is? It's tough because, uh, I, look, I haven't been in this as long as yourself, Gavin, and yourself, Broadus. Like, so you guys have more experience, but for the the length that I've been involved in what's happening here, Jerry Jones has constantly made me look stupid and trying to like understand and predict what he's going for. And so I don't know exactly what to do there, but at the very least, it's the right words to say, right? At the very, very least, I think for a lot of Cowboys fans that are out here and looking at this team and are completely disillusioned, completely done with them, like we've seen a lot of folks wash their hands with them in a way that feels very real. And should they actually follow through on the idea of going all in, like that would be huge, right? Like at, at least there'd be a level of respect for this organization that there hasn't been for a little while there. Uh, how they decide to go about that. Are they willing to kind of, you know, get rid of some of the typical MOs of the way that they go about things? I'm not certain, but at least it's nice to hear the right words at this point, even if I don't know that they'll actually follow through on them. That's a good take. All right, guys, if uh, if YouTube food, food critic Keith Lee, yep. you, you're running to him tonight at the grocery store, mm-hmm. and uh, 
He says, man, I got one more video to do before I get out of DFW. Mm. And I haven't given a perfect 10 out yet. Yep. I, need to take him, I need you to take me to lunch tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Where are you taking him? Um, I'm taking him to Rustico Wood Grill and Wine Bar. I uh, used to work there. Great okay. food. <laughs> used to work um, there. <laughs> We're going to Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Server. <laughs> yeah, it was a server there. Cir- Circle Star brand. Uh, good food over there. Because I saw he went to Terry Black's. And there were some people. What was the first place? Thunderbirds. Never even Thunderbirds, heard of it. Yeah. Like he's there. I, you know what it is? I got a conspiracy. Oh. Other people are voting on a place that they know is not going to be high quality. So they make Dallas look bad. Oh, other cities that are jumping be. in. Other cities are jumping in. He'll try and find places that aren't as well known. Like the mom and pops yes. trying to give them some more love. Oh, I was so sad when he went there. I was like, well, there is our chance. There but it, goes. Did, it was Detroit style pizza. It didn't look very good. It didn't good. look good. No disrespect to Thunderbirds. It was like. No sauce. I was like, I wouldn't eat that either. We're we're ne- no one's ever gonna come here. I think someone commented, "Thunderbirds get ready for tomorrow" because that's usually what they say when you're gonna have a busy. Day, but nothing's gonna be different than the day before because it's uh, it's not gonna bode well for you. Yeah, it's disappointing. You know, you know what? I'm surprised people because you know what he does. He has his family order for him. Yes. So that they don't can't tell it's Keith Lee. I'm surprised people haven't gone the extra step and figured out his family's name. Like whatever alias they're going under, I'm sure it's a common one. Like I don't know what the family name is, but if I was a restaurant owner, I would be like, okay, what is yeah. any possible name that could be submitted? Could this be Keith Lee? And then all, also a bunch. But, of I mean, restaurants- what are you gonna do? You're probably making your food as good as you can. <laughs> yeah, are you, are you I would hope so. It's like now we're giving it a good 75 percent mosaic. It, it we're getting well, the though. good pit master. I told you guys the other day. Somebody put in a Chipotle order, said they were Keith Lee. Yeah, and then they showed the video of the bowl that they got. It was the fattest. Chipotle That's what bowl. I was saying. Yeah, You've seen in my life. A little extra elbow grease when you know Keith Lee's coming. And then apparently a couple places were closed. Sunday, Monday. Yeah. Like you oh, got yeah. you got mom and pop shops. You got to as a business. Yeah, shout out to Gorilla Nuts because I think that they were one of the ones. You got to take that yeah. extra step yeah. and be like Keith Lee's in town. We're not closed. We're just not closed. We're taking two days extra. We are not closed. Well, the tough thing about it is if you have an mo, like you probably had those days off, and your your employees are used. You throw to the things. mo out the window. That's the problem. Yeah. You, you say throw that. the mo out you, the window. You call the Keith Lee audible. <laughs> you right. call Sorry guys, you're working Sunday. As somebody who has been a lifelong employee, you give me that call. I'm like, dog. Schedule says I'm off. Sorry. Now, where are you taking them, Chief? I think I'm going to to, to Babe's Chicken in, in Roanoke, the okay. original. Okay. Woolchuck? No, that's babe, Babe's Chicken. Mashed yeah. potatoes, green beans. <laughs> we got to take him to Hurtado, baby. Hurtado's yeah. a good good shout. It was on the pole. It was on the pole. Now, Dude, I mean, Hutchins yeah. delicious. So, And he's probably done too many, a lot of barbecue, but he's got at least, I want to see the comparison with Hurtado. Yeah. I'm glad he went to Hutchins. Uh, Saved us. <laughs> you know, uh, that's that, that's a great spot. And a lot of people in the text were saying Cadillac. Is, yeah. is is one of the top that maybe we don't mention enough but on the show. That's one of those small window, like two or three days oh. open, and okay. they stop serving pretty quick kind of deal. Uh-huh. I think it's in Addison, um, and it's it's supposed to be next level. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I know we're, we're known for barbecue. Is there any other food genre do you think he missed that y'all know more of? The like, obviously we're barbecue. The Tex-Mex. Well, like the Tex-Mex. The Tex-Mex. Okay. But that's why Hurtado yeah. hits perfect because you get the Tex-Mex. Yeah. Where are you taking him, Reg? Or Mexicue? I was trying to think. There's like a wing place in Arlington. That's really, I think it's like called Atomic Wing. Mm-hmm. It's a really good spot. Atomic Wing. I think that that might good be stuff. one. There's, well, there's uh, Javier's. Is that a spot? I tell That's you what, legendary. Javier's is legendary over here behind us where we're at. Uh, that would be if you're starting to talk about some really good, authentic Mexican food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a little high end. But yeah, the, the sauce, everything about it is is really really. Thunderbirds good. really set the bar really low to start. I got really scared. I said, "All right, well, he's never coming back to Dallas." <laughs> All righty, there we go, Nation. Uh, the uh, get uh, the get rights coming up eight to eleven. Hot stove with Sandler is coming up next. 
Thanks to Carter Freeman coordinating your video and Lucius Alexander producing the show. Five hours, flawless radio producing, engineering, and hosting. You got Wolchuk and Chia follow. Thanks to them and Brian Broaddus and I'm Gavin Dawson. Till tomorrow at 2, you're going home with the G-Bag Nation. At ease.